Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Alec Baldwin. This past season on my podcast, Here's the Thing. I spoke with more actors, musicians, policymakers, and so many other fascinating people, like jazz bassist Christian McBride. Jazz is based on improvisation, but there's very much a form to it. Most pop songs have a very strict structure, verse, verse, chorus, whereas jazz, you get a melody with a set of chord changes. You play that melody with those chord changes. Now, once you do that, you have a conversation based on that melody and those chord changes. So it's kind of like giving someone a topic and say, okay, talk about this. And comedian and actor Caroline Ray. You're most comfortable when you're on stage. Probably. You really love it. Yeah, I feel like I always think my stand-up is a dinner party. I know what I'm going to make. You're my guests. I don't know what's going to happen. But the thing about stand-up that amazes me is it's only going to happen in that moment in time. Even if we film it, it's never going to be what it feels like live. Listen to the new season of Here's the Thing on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ron and Anian, the catalytic converter, loves to store oxygen. It's kind of like a fat guy at a hero shop. It just keeps eating and eating and eating and storing and eating and eating and eating. And it's just storing oxygen. The car doctor. All right, this is your lawnmower, and it died. How would you diagnose it? Well, I'd be looking at fuel first, and right. then I'd be looking at but you'd, electrical you'd, stuff. Right, you'd you know, go... Solenoid. Yeah, you'd go fuel, spark, mechanical. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Oh, my gosh. So uh, let me start off here. This came to me uh, from uh, Dodge down in uh, the Baltimore, Maryland, Delaware area. Sent me a news article that says the drivers are lining up to get free Apple AirTags and tiles to track stolen cars from Metropolitan Police in D.C. So wait a minute. The car theft problem is so bad that they're giving away tracking devices so that you can find out where the car went. Really? That's the best solution we've got. But just be aware that in uh, in down in Washington, D.C., the Metropolitan Police are doing their best. They're, they're handing out tracking devices to... Uh, I'm telling you, it's crazy. Um, the world is nuts. Who says cars aren't worth anything? Um, hello and welcome. I'm Ron Anini in the car doctor. I'm here to uh, take your calls at... 
855-560-9900. By the way, we're we're live this weekend. Um, uh, next weekend, I'm playing hooky, but I got a good reason. Next weekend, I'm taking Saturday and attending advanced scope and diagnostic class. It's sort of like trigonometry for mechanics. Um, advanced trigonometry. I'm going to the MIT course, and uh, we're putting together a fresh show, though. We're going to give you a fresh show. We've got the uh, great Mark Mills lined up. Mark's going to come back and talk to us about, if you remember over the summer, he was talking to us about his next paper that came out, his physics paper that came out about the practicality of EVs and why it doesn't apply in the math of it. And I should point out that Mark was right. You know, if you recall, he's been with us now for about a year and a half, and he's been saying all along that they were going to hit a stone wall of why the physics of EVs would not work. And lo and behold, the man was right because everything he's saying was going to come true, has come true. And uh, we've got no reason to believe that it won't continue to go in that direction. So we'll have Mark with us. We're going to be talking to Jim Donnelly, I believe. We've got some conversation with Chuck Kincaid of Redline Detection, uh, talking about some of the advancements in smoke diagnostics and EV battery diagnostics as well. So uh, we look forward to that as we, uh, you know, try to give you guys fresh shows every week. We don't want to leave you hanging. But, um, you know, we are here this week. If you've got a question, give us a call at 855-560-9900. And, uh, you know, together we'll we'll solve it and we'll talk about it and do what we have to do to fix it because that's what this radio show is all about. We um we had a, a fairly normal week in the shop, uh, nothing of substance. You know, it, it's funny, right? Vacation week, you, you see things that you, I don't know, you see things that you don't normally or may not see. Um, you know, because you get a, you get a, you get a massive influx of cars at the last minute, people that are coming home for the vacation week or for the Christmas or for the Thanksgiving week. And, um, you know, you've got to deal with it. We had one come up from Maryland, actually, a 2019 Ford Escape, a uh, 31,000 mile car. So it doesn't have a whole lot of miles on it yet. Uh, it's got a fair amount, but nothing crazy. And it was an oil change and a lookover. And, you know, this is why you need to have a trained eye looking at a vehicle on a regular basis. Because up until now, this vehicle had been, you know, quick lubed. It was just, it was going to quick lubes and uh, it didn't go back to the dealers. And, you know, this young lady came home for the holiday and her parents said, hey, take it to, you know, take it to the boys over there by Ron and, you know, they'll look it over and they'll tell you what's going on. And, um, you know, they're trying to get her out of just doing the quick lube thing, which I think is important. You know, I think quick lubes have their place. I think to use them on a full-time basis you know, if you're leasing a car and you're going to get rid of it in three years and you don't care the outcome or the results, yeah, great. If you plan on driving it for a while, like this is a 19, it's clearly out of lease territory. It's in its fifth year now or it's approaching its fifth year. You've got to get a mechanic under the hood once in a while. I think it's to your benefit and safety. And this Escape was no different. It came in for an oil change and it left with four tires because one of the tires had a slash in it in the tread I think she ran over a piece of glass and it slit the tire from the top of the tread down to the core of the belt on the outside edge. And it just, you know, there were, the tires were going to get changed. The tires maybe had 10,000 miles left in them, but this slash was going to become structural at some point. You've always got to worry about somebody on the road at 65, 70 miles an hour hitting pothole after pothole after pothole. Or, you know, kathump, 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 bridge expansion joints. I always think about those things and the load that that tires take. You know, you've got to be aware of the contact patch, right? You know, we all look at our tires and say, hey, they're in great shape. 
something about double the size of your hand. If you took your hands and you put them on the desktop, all right, and spread them out but kept the fingers together, if you know what I mean, flattened them but kept... That's the contact patch. That's the amount of tire area that's that's riding on the road. That's all that's keeping you stable and safe. So, you know, you want tires that are in tip-top shape or, you know, ready to go. And then you, if you added a little water to that, you know, we're going into winter now. If you added a little water or ice or slush, how long before that tire, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hydroplanes. And allows the vehicle to lose stability and traction. So... In the case of this young lady, hey, you know what? It was one of those jobs that left you feeling good because you, you for all I know, we saved her life. Um, that that tire slash becomes structural, and at what point does that tire split? And you know, doing 65, 70 miles an hour, traveling back to traveling back to Maryland after seeing her parents or family for the Thanksgiving break, uh, does that tire fail and cause a problem? So that's that's important. You know, you can't you can't expect as a vehicle ages to not take it into a mechanic. We had a potential new customer call the shop this week, and what I got out of him was um, a 2016 Ford Explorer with oil, you know, smoke coming out the tailpipe, but a massive oil leak up front, and he was looking for an estimate for repair. And I said, you know, I'm sorry. I said, you know, we can't get to this for a, a good two weeks right now. We're just, we're just that busy. And he was kind of shocked. And and I'm I'm telling you right now, if you don't have a relationship with a shop, you know that that can work on your vehicle, you're 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 expecting a lot. It's it's a problem because you're setting yourself up for failure, where you've got to have somebody that you can take your car to, your problems to, and resolve them. You know, I don't know anybody that's going to take a vehicle like that and just automatically, you know, sort of speak, drop what they're doing. He couldn't understand why it was two weeks to get in the door. Um, I think this is the new world order so to speak, that it's just going to take a while for cars that you, you are not on the schedule to be dealt with. Um, you know, it's it's just that difficult. And, you know, that's not an easy repair. He said he was told by the quick lube that the turbocharger failed, the turbocharger blew. Okay. Um, I can tell you right now, we, we haven't seen a lot of explorers go through turbos at 65,000 miles, he said it had on it. I'm not saying it can't happen. But my first question would be, in order for me to write an estimate for repair, I, I need to know service history. I need to know what's been done to this vehicle. I need to know this vehicle, did it have a 60,000-mile service on it? Or has it been, you know, let's see, it's 65,000 miles. If you're changing the oil, you know, every every five or six or 8,000 miles, it, did, it, did it have eight oil changes and a couple of tire rotations, but we haven't done anything else? And, and that affects how I'm going to write that estimate because I'm concerned with once I attempt to repair it, I'm now married to that vehicle, and I'm going to practice defensive auto repair, which I have to do, DAR, um, you know, because I don't want it to become an ever since. Ever since you fixed the turbo, the engine now does this. So, you know, be careful, all right? You know, you're using quick lubes more and more. I can see it, but all you're getting is oil changes and no, not knocking quick lubes. They do fair oil changes. I'm not saying they don't. In terms of they do a good quality oil change, it's all they do. Uh, most of them do anyway. Um, there are some goofballs out there. Let's face it, there's goofball mechanical shops too. But you can't expect, you can't substitute maintenance by going to an oil change place for six or seven years and expecting the vehicle to survive. That's just that's just impractical. That's like, 
drinking soda and eating pizza every day and saying you're going to lose weight because that's not going to happen. Does it? No, it doesn't. So, But anyway, just my thoughts. 855-560-9900. I'm Ron Nanny, the car doctor, here to take your calls. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland. A podcast about the ground on which the black community stands right now. From stories about salvation. And loss. They did not love themselves enough to know their HIV status, to not pass it on to me. To dreams achieved. Or still yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. We started a hospital-based violence intervention program called the IV Project, and it stands for Interrupting Violence in Youth and Young Adults. To those who have been left behind. But no one talks about the survivors of the gun violence, and the number is rising because the gun violence has risen. Politically. Financially. Emotionally. Spiritually. This is where we are. This is Blackland. And one of the things that my father said to me before he passed away, it's like almost like a prophecy. He said that I would be helping men. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all you 20-somethings out there. Are you tired of pretending like you have it all figured out? Well, guess what? You're not alone. Get ready to embrace the chaos with the premiere of the fourth season of Crying in Public. Join me, your host, Sydney Winter, as I take the mic solo for the very first time. I'm here to share the good, the bad, and the downright awkward of navigating this crazy thing we call girlhood. Consider this your go-to guide for surviving your 20s with style and grace. Well, for the most part. From dissecting mysteries of modern dating to surviving and thriving in a daily grind of adulting, crying in public covers it all and then some. So grab your headphones, we're about to get real, raw, and a little ridiculous. And let's face it, life's too short to pretend like we've got it all together. It's time to embrace the chaos. So don't miss out on the laughs, the tears, and the inevitable existential crisis. Listen to the new season of Crying in Public on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't call us! That's right. If you call and we're not live, you can leave a message and we'll call you back to get you on the air with Ron. 855-560-9900. Speaking of Ron, here he is. You know who we're going to go talk to? And it's it's funny. I, I set this call up because I wanted to talk to Trevor on air for everyone's benefit. Trevor, are you there, buddy? Hey. Um, hey, how's it going, Ron? Good, sir. So uh, let's talk <laughs> Let's talk this way. It's just easier. Tell everybody your predicament, yep. what's going on, what you uh, what your issues are with this car. Well, I don't know if you remember, a while back I had a PCM issue. Right. A 2010 Ford Explorer. Right. E- and, it was um, setting EGR fault codes, correct? Correct. And it was determined Multiple. that it, it was a bad PCM, but you couldn't get one. Right. You never found one, did you? Right. 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 And so, I went to a Ford, the, I mean, I was... Chasing the problem, I mean, you recommended that maybe I should walk away or I could continue to pursue it if I really wanted to fix it and stuff like that. So that's what happened. I 
was hard-headed. I did that um, because I really liked the car. Took it to a Ford dealer, and the Ford dealer up here in Westchester by me was very helpful and stuff like that. Matter of fact, they still had the car. So with the aftermarket PCM going back and forth, going back and forth, because according to them and doing all their technical stuff with Ford, it was recommended that, yes, you got to keep, even with a Ford PCM, keep trying it until one, if if you get one, keep trying it until one hits and everything's fine. So let's let's clarify for everybody if we can first. So so Trevor's okay. problem and cr- jump in where where I'm wrong Trevor, but I remember the story okay. from over the summer that it yeah. had an EGR fault code. And I think this has been going on like a year, right? This has been going a year, on a, right. a yeah. long time. And yes. w- when I, I first patient. saw it, I said, "Hey, <laughs> this this car needs a PCM." You went out. We couldn't find a PCM. We were coming off the tail end of the pandemic. They didn't exist. Ford was saying, "Hey, right. we, we may release them again." All right, we're not sure, right. and you right. love the car because you're that you're a car guy. That's the way you are. I get that. I respect that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You, you you started using used PCMs, some aftermarket PCMs, and every time you did, once in a while it would fix the problem, but then a different problem would crop up. But most of the time, most of the used PCMs or the replacement PCMs had the same fault code built into it because that's why they got swapped in. Um, Correct. Right. Which which kind of yeah. makes my argument about. Can anybody really rebuild the PCM? Do they have the ability out in the world today? Right. And that's a whole nother conversation. So the last I had yeah. heard from you, it was no matter what you did, you couldn't find one. So now right. it's up at a Ford dealer. They're saying it's a PCM. You can't get it. Now what are you going to do? No, and and what was also funny, they said the guy they reckon they took me to supposedly their top mechanic at that deal at the dealership who deals with their truck line the commercial truck line and stuff like that. He thought he diagnosed that it was the wiring harness. So we had a hard time finding that part. Then they found it at another dealership out of state, put the wiring harness in and stuff like that. Still the one code, it fixed all the codes that it was dishing out at first, but still leaving one, right? The EVAP code, even the wiring harness, even with the exchange of that, they thought that was going to fix it. Um, still old codes. So we're back and forth again with the PCM. Then what happens now, and they've been very helpful, not charging me extra, whatever, holding the car and all that stuff, letting it sit on their lot or whatever. The guy's been very helpful. Then he gives me a call one day, and this is where I should have listened to you. They give me a call one day. They said they're trying to move the car. Transmission busted. Mm. Yeah, we knew that they was good. I hate to say it, yeah. Move. Yeah, yeah they tried to move the car because they were getting a big truck coming in, so they just wanted to move it. They heard a big bang, transmission buster, oil was leaking everywhere. And I went to see it, and I saw it. I was like, uh-oh. Should have listened. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, it's it's so, we all have those moments yeah. in life, Trevor. So I guess you're yeah. shopping for a new vehicle now. Correct. And what do you want to buy? Correct. What do you want to buy? I got to admit, and I've heard you talk about it, I like the Grand Jeep Cherokee, not the new one. I like the, you know, the model, the last time. I don't like the new body, but I've always been fascinated with the Grand Jeep Cherokee. Okay. You uh, know, but I'm look, still looking at others, but I'll admit, I like I like the look of that. Right, I like that well, car. You know, liking, I know it has issues. Liking the look is half the battle, all right? Right. But I can scare you away from that car real quick and easy, because if you think you <laughs> I, had electronic I, I, problems with the Fords... <laughs> where do you where do you yeah. have the experience on a ten year old Jeep? 
all right, yeah. um, about parts you can't get, about things that aren't available, about, uh, you know, strange yeah, wiring harness issues. Old. Yeah, it's well, but still, yeah, it, it, it will be someday because you'll keep that car. You know, let's tell everybody, right. let's be honest. I know you 20 years, Trevor. You'll keep that car at least 15 if you can, <laughs> yes. uh, you yeah. know, and, and at that point. So what else do you like that's out there? And we're talking new, used, three years old, five years old. What's your budget? What are you trying to hit? I will go to five years or, or lower. Then I was wondering based on my style, because I'll admit, like with the Ford, I hardly drove that car. That was mostly like a weekend car. Right. So I admit, it was, it, it was it sat most of the time. I don't know if that caused it, but it sat most of the time. So I wasn't, I wasn't even wondering, would should I do leasing maybe since because of my lifestyle or should you know or if I do I'm this whole situation with the used Ford worries me about getting a used car now with the whole problem the way the industry has changed with parts and stuff right you know right. that it worries me now it's any car really I don't you I know? don't think there are any good leases out there right now Trevor you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's funny. I was at a holiday party for the gym I go to last week, and I walked into the middle of a conversation, and one of the young ladies was talking about how she hates cars because she can't find a good lease, and she looked up and she saw me, and she went, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I said, it's okay. I hate cars sometimes, too. I mean, it's, it's true. It just happens like that. Um, but she's telling <laughs> me stories about she's out trying to buy mid-level SUVs that are leasing for seven $800. Uh, you know, it's it's there's no cheap leases right now, and that's because the price of money right. is so high. So, right. and you're right, leasing is a lifestyle. All right, uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's what can you afford and how much are you going to use it? So, let me ask you this question. All right, we're going to go into the we're going to go into the break, so you can answer it on the way back. If you're okay. gonna if you're gonna use this on weekends and it's not going to be an everyday driver, do you go completely in the other direction? Do you get something really old but really cool and, you know, sort of like Trevor's Hot Rod but an SUV and something that's easier to get parts for because it's from the 80s or the 90s? You know, there are some there are some SUV trucks out there that are easier to get parts for than something new. And really? Yeah, okay. it's, you noodle that. I'll come back with the answer after this. But, you know, maybe you want to do that because... Yeah, it's 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 either that or you're going to... Yeah. Cars are just getting difficult. The, the technology, you know, we're going towards EVs. We're barreling along that road. I'm not going to lie. And it's, it's taking away from production of parts for internal combustion engine vehicles, for the future, for, you know, what's next um, until we get off the EV train, which I think will happen. Different conversation. But tell you what, Trevor, you come back. I'm coming back. Ron and Andy and the Car Doctor. We'll talk about it after this. Don't go away. in the zone the auto zone studio and he'll be back right after this with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland. A podcast about the ground on which the black community stands right now. From stories about salvation and loss. They did not love themselves enough to know their HIV status, to not pass it on to me. To dreams achieved. Or still yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. We started a hospital-based violence intervention program called the IV Project, and it stands for Interrupting Violence in Youth and Young Adults. To those who have been left behind. But no one talks about the survivors of the gun violence, and the numbers rising because the gun violence has risen. Politically. Financially. Emotionally. Spiritually. This is where we are. This is Blackland. And one of the things that my father said to me before he passed away, it's like a, almost like a prophecy. He said that I would be helping men. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the final months of World War II, the Nazis began using a rocket-powered bomb. It travelled faster than the speed of sound, which meant you couldn't hear it coming. And it was a cruel, spiteful weapon. Technologically, it was a miracle. But economically and militarily, the V-2 rocket was a total disaster. How did it come into existence? Why were so many of the people it hurt, not the people you might expect? And what lessons can we glean from this catastrophic mega-project even today? Join me, Tim Harford, host of the Cautionary Tales podcast for my gripping mini-series on the Nazi V-2 rocket, available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the AutoZone studio. Here's Ron. Hey, welcome back. Ron Nee, the car doctor here. I'm talking to Trevor in New York. Trevor, you're still there, kiddo. Yeah, I'm here. How so you doing? how about if we go all the way back, all right? And and let me preface this by saying that I'm expecting you're going to go out and buy an everyday car, an older an older four-door Toyota Camry, something to get you back and forth to work, something basic and simple, um, you know, five, six years old, just cheap transportation, just a set of wheels. And then if you want an SUV, why don't we go back to the late 70s, early 80s, or maybe a little older, maybe a little newer than that. Go look at a Bronco. Go look at a Blazer. Go look at, you know, something from that generation of Tahoe, uh, something from that generation of SUV that, you know, that, that's got okay. a little bit of a cult following. Because if you find something with a cult following where there's still demand for it, where there are people, there are clubs and forums for it, manufacturers still make parts for those things on a more readily available basis. Plus, you get away from some of the okay. electronics. Listen, if if you go if you go look at Jeep, let's go back to the Jeep conversation again, right? Okay. One of the biggest problems with Jeep, and I, and I don't think they've recovered from it, was the intervention of Mercedes. Remember when Mercedes bought Jeep? Yeah, you know, just so many issues with what engine, what transmission, uh, you know, and the way they approached it, and I think it did a number on the company. Can Stellantis correct it? I don't know. It's a completely different kind of vehicle now, but the electronics are going to come back to haunt it, you know, for years to come. I think it's it's just what's going to continue to be available. Uh, go look at a, okay. you know what? Go look at an O2. Here, go do this. Go look at like right. the older Toyota Land Cruisers. Have you ever seen one of those? Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Go yeah. look go look at one of those. They've got a cult following. It's a Toyota. All right. They're big, they're heavy. You can go off road in it. You can you can mm-hmm. crawl over the top of anything you want in one of those. And okay. you know, they, they retain their value, which is key because you're gonna hang on to this a while. You know? Right. Um you know, I just don't yeah, I recall Tom. Tahoes are popular too. Yeah, yeah, Tahoes are popular too. Mm-hmm. It's you know what? What have you driven to this point to to date? No, well, no. I've always had two cars. I still have um my I have a white Honda Accord two oh four. Okay, that I right. Yeah. So, so there's yeah, your runaround like vehicle. I but I mean, what have you gone yeah, to drive? That's my, re- my go around vehicle. Right, but what have you? What yeah. have you? What have you driven to replace the Explorer? Anything? No, nothing. Lucky, lucky! I had my second car. I was able to still get around, but right. I wasn't able to use the SUV for what I like to do. You know, I like going outdoors and fishing and stuff like that. So right, right. That was the car I loaded it up with and stuff. <laughs> you see, it's it's yeah. I I know it's it's like so sad. It's like such a concept. Like the car is worth everything, and then one day the manufacturer says, "Yeah, we can't get parts for it anymore. It's junk." Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's you know? it's like dating. So, you find out the girl you were dating, all of a sudden she left you, and you say, why? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, what did I do wrong? Yep. Um, you know, yep. so that's why I say, I think in your situation, knowing you as a car guy that I do, I think you've got mm-hmm. to find something with a little bit of a niche to it. You're just not going to be happy unless it's got a little bit of zip. And I bet a Land Cruiser, if you could find one, and you can make a little bit of an adventure for it. I just went through this with somebody else. They found the Land Cruiser they wanted in California. And wow. they, they had it inspected, and they purchased it out in California because it's a rust-free vehicle. Uh, you know, you have to think outside of the tri-state area because, you know, something here that's 30 years old has been subjected to 30 winters. Exactly. You know, and yeah. 40 winters and, and, and rust and crud and corrosion and, you know, make a little bit of an adventure for it. You know, Texas is a good source for dry, clean cars, Southern California. All right. Okay. Um, you know, start looking around the country at different regions, Arizona, New Mexico, although heat there, those cars always need interiors. Uh, that's why they make, mm-hmm. you know, but that's why they make Craigslist and all the other forms. But then there are services you can hire to let them go out and look at the cars and, you know, see what fits your needs, see what, you know, floats your boat. But until you start driving okay. things or you're going to lease and you're going to keep it, you know, three years and throw it away. And, you know, you can surely do that. It's just it gets pricey after a while, and you've got nothing. I don't see you as a lease guy, Trevor, knowing you like I do. So, yeah, um, I, I just don't I see I thinking the same thing. Right, yeah, I don't, I don't see you as a lease yeah. guy. So I see you as, a you know, an older SUV and, uh, you know, that kind of a thing. I mean, listen, we'll put it out there to the listenership. If anybody's got a vehicle in mind, they think that an uh, – uh, you know, a, a, an older car guy would want to drive, and uh, they've got some suggestions. Send me an email, ron at cardoctorshow.com. What should Trevor buy? Uh, we'll make it like that, Trev, and uh, we'll see what kind of answers we get. All right, kiddo? Sounds good. I appreciate that. Thanks, Ron. You're, you're very welcome, Trevor, and uh, thanks for calling in. I'm sorry to hear. I'm sorry will, to hear the Explorer had a, had its demise like that, but I I suspected that's where it was going all along, and um. You yeah. know, when, when they stop making parts, we're done. That's the problem. So um, yeah, that's the problem. And the guy, in the Ford guy, was like, "Man, this is a good looking car." He was like, "Man, you keep this in text, but it's right. sad that it's going." You know, he was like, "Wow, right. 
Right. But it is what it is. It is so what it is. Just, you know, we move on. Life know. is life is too short. So we've got bigger yeah. we've got bigger problems than that, but I understand. Yeah. So all right. But All I'll, right. I'll be in touch because I got to bring in the other one for service. <laughs> okay. All right, Trevor. Okay. All right, kiddo. Take care. Have Thank a good you. rest of the weekend. You're All very right. welcome. You too. Um, you know, full disclosure. So I know Trevor. I've been working on his cars for a long time now, and uh, he wanted to talk to me during the week, and I just didn't have time. And I said, hey, you know what? Let me get Trevor to jump in here because I wanted you guys to hear what somebody else was going through also. You know, I think it's important uh, that everybody understands that, you know, you're all going through the same thing. You're all looking for... You know, you're all looking for reliable transportation. You're all looking for something that floats your boat. At one time or another, everybody listening to this radio show is looking for the same thing in the way of a vehicle. And it's it's just a quandary. And I think you can all benefit by, you know, hearing what everybody else is going through. And uh, it helps improve your perspective on, uh, on, on what's out there as well. Hey, uh, real quick, if you are training to be an automotive technician, the uh, University of the Aftermarket Foundation, get out to uh, automotivescholarships.com. They're taking applications. Automotive Aftermarket Scholarship Central features available scholarships for students training to become automotive heavy-duty or collision repair technicians, as well as studying business engineering or other courses of study related to automotive. Hundreds of automotive scholarships are awarded each year. The information in front of me points out each completed application will automatically be considered for scholarship where criteria is met. You've got to visit automotivescholarships.com. So if you're going into the automotive industry, into this trade, and you know you're applying to one of the schools or you're you're signing up for a UTI or a Lincoln Tech or whatever the schools are that are out there that you're applying to you may be able to get you may be able to get scholarship money from them uh, you've just got to meet their criteria and see what they uh, what they want you to do so it's automotivescholarships.com and uh, come on board we need we need technicians in all phases and all categories in this industry for sure for it to go forward so AutomotiveScholarships.com. I'm Ron and Annie in the Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland. A podcast about the ground on which the black community stands right now. From stories about salvation. And loss. They did not love themselves enough to know their HIV status, to not pass it on to me. To dreams achieved. Or still yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. We started a hospital-based violence intervention program called the IV Project, and it stands for Interrupting Violence in Youth and Young Adults. To those who have been left behind. But no one talks about the survivors of the gun violence, and the number is rising because the gun violence has risen. Politically. Financially. Emotionally. Spiritually. This is where we are. This is Blackland. And one of the things that my father said to me before he passed away, it's like almost like a prophecy. He said that I would be helping men. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the final months of World War II, the Nazis began using a rocket-powered bomb. It travelled faster than the speed of sound, which meant you couldn't hear it coming. And it was a cruel, spiteful weapon. Technologically, it was a miracle. But economically and militarily, the V-2 rocket was a total disaster. 
how did it come into existence? Why were so many of the people it hurt not the people you might expect? And what lessons can we glean from this catastrophic mega-project even today? Join me, Tim Harford, host of the Cautionary Tales podcast for my gripping mini-series on the Nazi V2 rocket, available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. After six hours of school, I had enough for the day. I hit the radio dial and turned it up all the way. I got a dance. Welcome back, Ron Name the Car Doctor. You know, just to highlight Trevor's conversation, and I feel his frustration and pain, is, you know, this goes back to, you know, if you remember over the summer, Somebody was showing me their brand new Corvette and how excited they were. And I, I guess I'm a party pooper because my answer was, yeah, but when you can't get computer chips for this car in six or seven years, it's a flower pot with wheels. And 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 that's what this is about. Technology is going to beat you in this in this business, in this industry, in the world today. You know, when you can't get parts for a vehicle, when you can't get, you know, and the computer chips and, and the software and the updates and, you know, it's just, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to be there. But this isn't something new. This has been going on for a while. I was out at the Mitchell One website, mitchellone.com, reading the SureTrack tips and fixes because I like their the way they've got their forum set up. Mitchell, the folks who bring us, you know, uh, pro demand and, and repair shop information and software and so forth, um, they've got their SureTrack sure track tips and fixes. And I was reading one of them, and it talked about the operating strategy of a Subaru. And a shop had a vehicle where the cooling fans were running continuously and the dashboard lights were illuminated. And you would think that one has nothing to do with the other. Long story short, they ended up finding and fixing a bad ABS wheel speed sensor. And once they did that and cleared the codes and verified everything, the tip from SureTrack uh, from Mitchell One went on to point out that once they cleared up the ABS problem, cleared the codes and reset systems, the cooling fans started to work normally again. Now, you wouldn't expect it, but somewhere in the strategy, the operating strategy of that vehicle, the engineer decided that if we illuminate enough dashboard lights or whatever they're thinking, I'm not really sure, they don't tell us that, right? We're going to turn on the cooling fans. And that's technology. Technology has priority because we don't have the ability to revise that. And I I think about this a lot, and it's one of the reasons I get out to Mitchell1.com. And I look at, you know, software updates and some of the other things they've got there, but as well as the SureTrack um, uh, tips that they still post. And uh, there's a lot of information there at MitchellOne.com, you know. And you're going to see this continue to evolve to be a problem, the technology. It's, listen, what's going to happen with newer vehicles? What's going to happen? You know, I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm beating up EVs, but we're all hot to trot on EVs. They're giant computers. There are, there are a lot of chips there. And what's going to happen when those vehicles turn five, six, seven years old? And, you know, how are you going to get those fixed? It's it's the same problem as the guy with the older gas engine vet, the guy as Trevor with his 2010 Ford Explorer. All right, it's 15 years old. I get that, 14 years old. But, you know, technology is going to catch up. So, you know, be sure what you buy. Don't fall in love with it. And it's at some point technology is going to take it from you. And, uh, you know, make it a very difficult vehicle to keep going. Um, you know, sure makes mechanical things look look um, 
positive. And, and you know, and I, I think, I don't know if positive is the word, it sure makes mechanical vehicles look more appealing. There you go. Um, I look at this because I think of how expensive cars have gotten. And, you know, I wonder, you know, where's that middle class budget? You know, what what does somebody consider a lot of money today to go out and buy a car? You know, you're going to spend 50 grand to buy a car today, 40 to $50,000. Uh, you know, I'm old enough, but young enough to remember buying a house for $95,000 back in the early 80s. And, uh, you know, cars were $15,000, $20,000 new, you know, not like it is today. Everything is so out of whack. So the price of transportation, remember this, I'll, I'll close out the segment here. Automobiles were invented. Uh, they were designed to get you from A to B and be affordable for mass transportation. I think we're getting away from that. And I think uh, technology is going to take us to a, I don't know. I don't know if it's a great place, but not where we want to be because the price is just going to knock our socks off. 855-560-9900. I'm Ron Annie and the car doctor. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland. A podcast about the ground on which the black community stands right now. From stories about salvation. And loss. They did not love themselves enough to know their HIV status, to not pass it on to me. To dreams achieved. Or still yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. We started a hospital-based violence intervention program called the IV Project, and it stands for interrupting violence in youth and young adults. To those who have been left behind. But no one talks about the survivors of the gun violence, and the number is rising because the gun violence has risen. Politically. Financially. Emotionally. Spiritually. This is where we are. This is Blackland. And one of the things that my father said to me before he passed away is like a, almost like a prophecy. He said that I would be helping men. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Cause like a picture she was laying there Moonlight dancing off her hair She woke up and took me by the hand She's gonna love me in my Chevy van And that's alright with me Welcome back. Ron Name, The Car Doctor. Let's uh, do some email. This comes to us from Jim. Hey, Ron, thanks for the highly useful information every week. I never thought I'd have information for you. But here you go. Last week you were talking about red wires in a Volkswagen. That's right. And uh, how Volkswagen kind of marks those wires by different colors. He said, I can shed some light. I took German in college. Red in German is ROT. So that explains why the red wire was marked RT or RO. Well, yeah, but why isn't it, you know, why doesn't it match the legend? I get your point, Jim, and I appreciate the information. I guess I'm very literal. You know, if the legend at the bottom of the page said the red wire is supposed to be marked RO, why was it marked RT? I guess they should, but you know, 
I, I guess I'm looking for too much cheers from a fan, Jim. You know what, Jim? I appreciate I appreciate you taking the time, as I appreciate all you guys taking the time to, you know, help me out with things like that. But um, that's just everybody's got their blind spot, and I guess that's mine. I just expect things to be exact, and I have to wiggle out of that every once in a while. Every once in a while, I got to wiggle my hips. Hey, Ron. Hello, good morning. I often hear you speak about OBD2 code readers. This comes to us from Bill. What product do you recommend that is not top of the line? Well, Bill, that's kind of counterproductive. Are you asking for the biggest piece of junk out there? I can do that. I want AutoVin Reader. I would like to stay under $400. Do you have any recommendations? Thanks, and I enjoy your show and how well you explain issues. Bill, there's a lot of scan tools out there, $400 or less. I think you've got to go out there and try them. Um, But I want you to keep this in mind. If anybody's out there thinking about a scan tool, you know, these are the things you want to look for. First of all, if it's going to be OBD2, it's only going to speak basic emission language, and that's fine. I fix a lot of cars with OBD2. You know, I think you need to look at how well can you manipulate the data. If there are 50 PIDs, 50 pieces of information for that vehicle that you can bring up, how easily can you bring up the things you want to look at? So, for example, if you're working on a fuel trim problem, and you want to look at short-term fuel trim, long-term fuel trim, calculated load, coolant temp, engine RPM, vehicle speed. How easy is it for you to automatically bring those things up without bringing up the rest of that information? Because keep in mind, when you're using a tool, especially a, a cheaper tool, we'll say it like that, you know, how fast is the processor? It's, it's basically like trying to take an older computer and putting advanced programming on it. Are you slowing down the processor? Because diagnostics, part of the problem with diagnostics is it's only as good as the processor of the scan tool that you're using. So if you have too many PIDs up there, too many pieces of information, you're going to slow things down. So just getting the number isn't necessarily enough. You need to see reaction time. So, you know, Let's go, how easily can I bring up six or seven pieces of critical information so I don't have to look at 50 and I can see things quicker and easier? How easy is it for me to graph? I just want to look at O2 sensor activity. I'm doing an oxygen sensor storage capacity test. I want to look at upstream, downstream O2s. I want to see the difference. I want to be able to measure and do the math. You know, And those are things you're only going to find by looking at it. There's a lot of tools out there. You've got to try a few. You've got to take some out for a road test no pun intended, and see what fits you and what makes sense to you. I always go back to looking at software for the first time. Was it intuitive or did it take a book and a couple of three Sundays to get it? And that's what you're looking for. What's simple to you? I'm Ron Anani and the Car Doctor. Till the next time, the mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. It's called Mal Evans, who's our roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.